Hello, Brain Allies. You're listening to Brains Out Loud, where we talk about important topics surrounding mental health, from our personal life to our work life and everywhere in between. Our goal is that through these conversations, we can help others prioritize mental health on an equivalent level to physical health. Today, we are here with Christopher Booth, the songwriter and founder of the By Christopher brand. Christopher writes original piano music for mental health awareness. He started his brand almost three years ago as a hobby and wrote three songs dedicated to mental health awareness. He wanted to help some friends and family out by sharing soothing music, but quickly realized it was a much needed resource for people with mental health challenges. Christopher, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks, Julia. Thanks for having me. Of course, it's our pleasure. So I wanna start in the beginning and learn about your experience and history with music a little bit first. When did you start writing and playing music? Well, I started playing music uh, when I was six, seven years old. My mom was the one who introduced me to it. She, she had bought me a, a small organ at a garage sale, funny enough story. I remember this and she brought it home and I, and I just was playing it all the time. And she asked me, do you want to start taking lessons? And sure enough, I did. And it just took off from there. I mean, going from going from seven years old, really, when I started taking lessons, all the way through uh, college, really, I studied um, at, at the university uh, locally here, and um, you know, writing music started for me around 13, 14, I was experimenting with my own songs. I had influences that I, you know, obviously liked and for songwriters, and I was picking up and trying to just to develop my own style of music. And, you know, my mom would, my mom would really encourage that. She really liked that. My mom you suffered with depression early on growing up. And as a child, you don't really know what that is. You just know when your mom's around and when she's not around. And writing the style I do and, and the soft, relaxing nature of my songs, it really, I noticed, brought my mom out of some dark places. And when she would come out and, and tell me, you know, this, I really like what you're doing. It's, it's making me feel better. That really encouraged the writing because that was, that was such positive feedback because of, because of the absences that she would have frequently in our, in our day, um, you know, month to month. I mean, she would, she would be, you know, out of the, out of the family life uh, for about two or three days. And so bringing her back with music was such a powerful reinforcement for me. And I continued to develop that style over the, over the years. And at 17 years old, I was able to write my first album journeys. And that was dedicated to her. Um, and I hadn't tied in the mental health awareness part to that yet, but there was definitely, that was, it was definitely beginning to start at that point. So, yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. It, mm -hmm. sounds, it sounds like you realized very early on that your music was going to be a resource for people, right? And maybe without realizing it in the way that it was going to help your mom's depression per se, but you knew that it brought her happiness you knew that it brought her joy so it seems like you were able to kind of realize that the way that you played this music was bringing happiness and uh, I don't know positive emotions to those around you yes I uh, you know it was obviously you know she was a very close person she didn't really talk a lot about her own feelings and what was going on inside and she was like that for for her whole life but um 
Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I had no metric or way of measuring how much joy, but I could, I could only um, respond to what she told me. But it wasn't always just her either. I have a, a, a strong family history of, of mental health challenges and people that, you know, I have a couple uncles that, that um, you know, passed away from suicide. I have, I have aunts that have severe depression. Um, I live with a mother-in-law who has uh, bipolar one. So I, I've been around that. And it's been, the re- it's been the feedback I've been getting from those people too along through the years that have said, you know, this really does help. And it really got me looking into what music therapy is and, oh, okay, that's a real thing. I mean, I didn't know what music therapy was at 17 years old. It was something I kind of just discovered from people telling me, hey, this is making me feel good. It's putting me in a good place. So that was something I discovered for myself over the years. And, and then, um, you know, as you know, recently, last eight, seven, eight years, I really started looking into what that was and how music can help people heal. Um, music, you know, I, I, I tell people right away, music doesn't cure anything. Music can allow a person to begin a healing process, um, whether good or bad, right? We all have, you know, things that have happened to us. We all have past experiences. And most people listen to music, honestly, to feel good right? They, they turn music on first thing in the morning. They, they want to get their day going on a, on a positive note. But I, I talk to people a lot about what music can do from a, from a trauma standpoint, right? You, you've, we've all experienced those things. I lost my mom to brain cancer in 2012. That was a very traumatic experience for me. And writing music was, a, was a, my form of therapy to heal from that. And that's a lot of what I've done recently is, is allowing that process to, to, to take a, a new evolutionary step forward and being able to bring that and share that with other people is, is part of the mission of what I'm doing now. When did you decide that what you were doing for friends and family and, you know, using music to cope with your own mental health struggles after the loss of your mother, when did you decide that that was something that you wanted to bring to people outside of your personal life and to start your brand? Well, if I'm being, I'm being honest, I didn't, um, I did not want to, uh, I was, it, it, music was, it was such a personal thing to me and it was something I connected very closely to my mom. So that was, that was kind of like our thing, you know, and I, I went, when she passed, I, I wanted nothing to do with music for about five years. I, I kind of stopped writing. I really kind of put that on the back burner and pursued other things. Um, but as I began to, to kind of open that box again and look inside and, 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 figure out that, Hey, maybe I can actually get back to this and, and, and help people at least bring some therapy. I had to heal first. I had to do it for me first. And I had to be selfish in that way. I had to say, you know, look, perhaps this can be benefit beneficial to other people, but I'm going to write some songs for me. And then once I was able to do that and get past a certain barrier for myself and I'll come to terms with where I was, my relationship with music, I felt that I was able to then have a, have a conversation around mental health and what that can do for other people. So, and, and that started really about three years ago when I started the brand. And that was, that was more of just kind of a hobby level. Let's, let's do some music for me. Maybe friends and family can also benefit from this. And then the response I was getting was like, yes, keep going, keep doing more. We like it. Keep, you know, keep your music coming. So that obviously fueled and fueled the fire and, and kept, kept me motivated enough to continue doing this, which I'm, I'm so grateful that I, I have continued. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it sounds like it's been a whirlwind experience so far in terms of taking something that was this relationship that you had with your mother, right? This musical relationship and she inspired your passion for music and then kind of going into that, you know, that state of trauma where you lost your mother and trying to have to rediscover what music meant to you. And now how are you gonna take your pain and turn it into something purposeful? So that's very inspiring that you were able to kind of jump back on the horse and get started again, and then be able to spread it to all these other people. Where do you share your music the most frequently? Um, and what is the easiest way for people to access your music? Well, with the YouTube channel that I, that I started in the brand by Christopher three years ago, um, it, it's, I, I upload all my music to YouTube and it's on youtube.com slash by Christopher. That's where people can go and get it. But, um, that, and that's where I share it most frequently. And, and two years ago when I start, cause I started to write an album two years ago, um, it's called a reflection of time. And that was kind of going to be the project, right? That was going to be the, the project for the by Christopher brand. It was going to be dedicated to mental health awareness. Um, obviously, my, my partner and I, Karen, we found out around that time we were going to be having a baby as well. So that was a really positive thing in my life. And that was obviously a big reason for me to be writing. But a year into it is when COVID happened. And that's coincidentally when things kind of stopped for musically again, because collaborations weren't working out, uh, photography, all that stuff I was going to do. It was just kind of sitting there and nobody knew really what to do. So during that time, I kind of, ha I had to reinvent what my brand was going to be and who I was going to be bringing my music to. And the answer really came last summer when I started hearing on the news and we've all heard the stories, people isolated, people dealing with stress, anxiety, you know, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, all the different things that are starting to occur because of isolation. And these are people, and I'm not going to say everybody, but a good portion of people that really have never dealt with severe mental health challenges in the past. So the conversation kind of almost accelerated on its own naturally, or at least starting to. And I thought, wow, you know, I really could put this on a platform where more people could access it, really branch out outside of my local community, because that was really where I was going to start with this whole thing was locally and, and just kind of see what happened. But it really accelerated the process more to kind of a global level. And I've really been able, fortunate enough to have conversations with people all over around the world since the release of my album in January. And it's just been a blessing to be able to listen to people's stories, uh, listen to how my music has impacted them. And, uh, you know, really getting conversations about self-mental health care going. What are you doing for yourself on a daily basis? That is primary, the primary reason for tying the mental health into the music campaign that I'm doing. And people have needed to get creative with their mental health treatment and their self-care, right? That was, you know, you actually answered the question I was going to ask you, which is how has COVID and social isolation and disruption of routine impacted your relationship with music and with this project? And I think, as you mentioned, people who 
had never experienced mental health issues in the past were experiencing them for the very first time. People who already struggled with their mental health were struggling increasingly as they didn't have access to the same resources that they typically would. So it's important that people were able to find and are still able to find alternative forms of therapy. So I think music therapy is such a beautiful platform and resource for people to have access to. And we need more creative people out there like you who are finding the means to connect this music to people within this space. You know, you're, you're very right about um, people accessing mental health. I think people are looking also for new ways to access mental health, especially not being able to go out to their, you know, maybe even see their own doctors in person or therapists or whoever they're working with. Uh, they're looking to do that online. And the more resources we can have or add to that pool, it's just going to make things a lot easier going forward coming out of uh, the COVID pandemic. Absolutely. You mentioned that you have a one-year-old daughter. What has your relationship with her and music been so far? I know you have had this amazing relationship with your mother and music. And are you introducing her to music in the same way? I'll give you one. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, I, I, there's a, there's a poem on the first song of my album called the, the name of the song is called the beginning. And the poem goes like this. We all have our begin. We, we have no recollection of our beginning. So when was it? Was it the, the day you looked into the life, into the abyss of your life and decided to go onward? Was it the day you kissed your lover? No, it was the day you lived on in the life of another. And that spoke to me so much throughout writing that song. And because I knew when, when my daughter was born that not only am I living on and being able to pass on my gifts to her, but my mom is also living on through her as well. And that was, that was in a very emotional moment for me, you know, being able to bring her into this world. And I mean, <laughs> she could, she could put on a concert for you right now. She sits down at the piano with me almost daily and we play together. And obviously I bring my, bring my songs into her life as well as other positive music and influences. And she's just having the best time and one of the most positive experiences you can have with music. She just loves it. And so that makes me very happy being able to bring her up around that. That is so special. And I grew up in a household where my dad was playing guitar all the time. And I was always waking up in the morning to a record on blasting in our house. And yeah. that was just such a positive way to start my day and to experience when experiencing my childhood, music was such an important part of our family. And so I can really relate to that sentiment of that connection that you have with those around you in your household when you bring music into the space. Um, it's so warm and it is really just a lovely emphasis to the love that you share. So I'm so glad that you've been able to have that experience with your daughter so far. And I'm sure she's going to grow up to be quite the performer. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. What have your experiences been um, so far with people engaging with your music and under the Christopher brand? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
really nothing but positive. Um, it, I, 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 you know, you try to think back, is, is there anyone that said, you know, I, I don't like what you're doing and not to, not to dwell on that, but really, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's been, people have asked a few things. They, they've asked, well, we want you to do more, right. Keep, keep music coming. Um, I'm using this in my, my yoga practice, or I'm using it in my meditations, my mindfulness practices, or I'm just having your music on the background during the day, you know, to kind of take the stress off, take the edge off of, of the stresses that are out there. Um, I've also had a lot of people, you know, wanting to work with me from a holistic standpoint. So guided meditations, that sort of thing. Um, one of the projects that, that have, that has come has sprung out of um, engaging with people and talking to people since the launch of my album in January has been um, an, a project I call Seven Weeks of Focus. And that is a meditation series that I started based on the feedback I was getting. And uh, there'll be seven, seven total uh, meditation soundtracks once it's completed, but it's there's four already available. And they each have a different focus and intention that you kind of can follow along with if you want. Uh, for instance, I have one that just came out. It's called Breathe in Light, Breathe Out Stress. And, you know, breathing out stress these days is, is more important than ever, I think. So that, that, was, that, was a big, that was a big thing for me to be able to kind of do on the fly and come up with organically with, with the help and feedback of others. So I've been, I've been just really getting some good feedback from that, a lot of positivity and it's just making me think of what's next, you know, what can I keep adding? How can I keep adding value into people's lives? How can I keep adding um, calm relaxation, a form of music therapy, what have you. And, you know, not, not to get too off topic, but I think there's a lot of people out there that use music differently for different reasons, right? Some people listen to calm music to uplift themselves. And some people listen to, you know, I, I know people that listen to rock and roll to go to sleep. So it's really kind of a your own experience and how you view music through the lens of your own uh, own life history and how you were brought up around it. But it's really for whatever you can you can do with it and however you can use it to benefit you the most. How has being a musician improved your mental health? And this is a two-part question. Would you encourage those who might be struggling with their mental health or looking for a hobby to try to pick up an instrument during a time like this where we have more time at home and we still are getting through this pandemic? Yeah. Uh, well, music for me saved my life every single day. Uh, music is music is my is is a, is a friend of mine that uh, that I communicate with, and I get most of my inspiration. Uh, taking walks, going out in nature, getting away from, uh, I don't say people, but just getting, getting away from the city, getting away from town. Um, so music, music has saved my, my life so many times. It's brought me back from the brink. And uh, that is something very personal that I, that I reflect in, in what I write and what I record uh, for other people. Um, music, music can be a vehicle unlike any other, and you have to experience it in your own way, in a way that, that is meaningful to you. Um, you know, I talk to a lot of people, or I have talked to a lot of people in the past, because I used to teach music. Um, I used to have up to 20 students way back, you know, 15 years ago. And there would be times where people would come up to me and say, look, man, I wish I could do what you do, or I wish I could 
play like you play or write like you write. And I was like, I always tell people do experience music. That's going to be a meaningful way for you. Right. Don't try to be someone else or don't try to aspire. I mean, good Lord. I mean, I want to, I want to be Beethoven, but I, you know, I can be me. And that's, that's the most, that's what I tell people to, to do. Go do and be impactful in the way that you can be impactful. If music can, if music can help you do that, or if music can be an outlet for you to uh, let, you know, help with your own mental health, let's just say for the, because um, we're on that topic, then absolutely I would recommend doing that. Thank you for sharing that. I know my experience with music has been, I would say monumental in terms of my mental health recovery. I've been trying to reteach myself the piano. Um, I play the ukulele from time to time. And it's like, I'm no musician, right? I'm not good at all. And I also can't sing, but I will do it because it just, it gives me a time to center myself and to like set a goal for myself and to refocus on something that's just adding value to my life in the time being, right? Like I know that sharing music with others adds values to others too, but I feel like, yes, I'm passionate about my work and I love my job, but when I'm doing work, I'm really working to to grow my business and to help and, and add value to others. And when I um, do small tasks around my house or you know go out with my family, like I'm doing things to enjoy my time with them. But when I take time to just be alone with music, I'm really doing something just for me um, and to help heal myself. And so that has been a really wonderful experience. And I know that you spoke in our last conversation, you spoke to the fact that people are utilizing music therapy without even realizing it. Could you speak a little bit more to that today? Yes. Um, kind of, it, it, it almost touches a little bit on what you just mentioned too about you picking up the ukulele or the piano you're not very good at it or, or, or profess to be a professional, but it's doing something for you. It's putting you in a good place. So it's saying, right, you're admitting right there, or at least saying that it doesn't really matter how good or bad you are at it, right? You could be the greatest pianist in the world, or you could be someone that can play chopsticks. If it's putting you in a good place and making you happy, there's your success right there. You've already, you've already done it. You've already, you've already achieved what you want to do. And you're using music therapy like you just said, without even realizing it. And I think what I was talking about last time we spoke was when people turn on that song in the car, right. And they're blasting down the freeway or whatever, and the music's going and the windows are down. They're doing that to feel good. Right. Well, they're used that that's music therapy, but where I kind of draw a line is now taking that and doing it with intention and bringing it, bringing an awareness behind what you're doing. So does it have to be my music? Absolutely not. It can be whatever music speaks to you. I I just happen to write really calm, relaxing music and people tell me that they really like it. So I know people do use my music, but um, you know, if you're sitting down and you're sitting at your piano or your ukulele or your radio or what have you, and you're doing some form of, um, I'm going to listen to this to bring myself into a good place, a better place, a happier place. Um, you know, maybe I've had a bad day. Maybe I'm struggling uh, with, with, you know, anxiety or what have you. I'm going to do this for me. There now, you're, now you're using music therapy with intention. That's awesome. So you've been so wonderful here today and you've been able to share so many amazing 
tips and tools in terms of just how to take music and implement it into your life in a positive way. I really wanted to honor you for the work that you've done in the mental health space so far and what you continue to do to help bring peace and solstice and healing to others. Before we end today, how can our listeners access your music therapy and your music? Well, they can go find it right now. I'm on YouTube at youtube.com slash by Christopher. That is my channel. Uh, That is where I'm at right now. I'm actually working right now on a Clubhouse version of it. So for those of you that are on Clubhouse, uh, stay tuned. I will be be updating you um, within the next few weeks as far as how to find me on there and what that's going to be. I'm bringing a fun project to that conversation and music all doing it live. So that'll be fun. And anyone that wants to email me or get in touch with me, you can do that at awakenmusicproductions at gmail.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And we'll definitely be linking your YouTube channel in this podcast link. Your music is so beautiful and soothing and calming. And I was actually listening it to, listening to it the other day while I was doing some deep breathing and it was really peaceful. So I just wanted to thank you so much for that. And thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks, Julia. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Of course, this is Brains Out Loud and thanks for listening. <laughs>